הרי אני מגשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שותכנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש, למשל בארץ הם ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו, למקום חוכמה רבנו נחנו, סגן נא נח נחמא נחמא אומן זכותם, תגן עלינו וכל ישראל אמן. So בעזרת השם, today we are going to hop into the second part of Torah 56. We stopped off at the idea of Hastara, Shepetor Hastara, started getting familiar with this idea that Rabbeinu is very, very famous for, of how to reveal and um, reveal those concealments, and B'zat Hashem to create from those concealments of Torah by means of the Dat, the Dat that one knows that Hashem is even in his place, even in the darkness that he is in. Um, so let's hop right into it. Vezeh Perush. This is an explanation. Uvchol yom vayom mordecha mitalech lifnei chasar bet anashim v'chulei. It's in Esther chapter 2. That every single day Mordechai would walk in front of the courtyard of the house of the woman. Where the women were staying. Those women who would... Um, those women who were basically... Um, who are getting ready to basically um, see which one would be the, the, the upcoming queen, the queen of Ahasuerus. There was a house where all the women were staying, and Ahasuerus would go out with one by one to see which one he liked the most, etc., etc. So there was a place where all these women were staying, and Mordechai would walk in front of this courtyard um, where these women were all staying. Mordechai, what is Mordechai? This represents the Malchut. How do we know this? Because we said Mordechai is Mordechai. He said, Mor is from the word Marut, which means rulership. And Deror means freedom, that the rulership, the Marut has to be in the aspect of um, Cherut. It has to be in the aspect of Ben Chorin, a free man. You can't make the Marut something to make you, uh, something as if it's a slave to fill your Tava, basically. And it says, every single day, Mordechai would walk. It says, every single day, that through the Torah, one is able to draw life force within the Yamim, the days, what are the days? The Midot. The Midot are the measurements that we talked about. Talked about. It says, the measurements of my days, etc. So we see that the Yamim are Midot. Midot are the vessels for which to draw down that. Um, or the Midot is what allows us to be able to take down that life force without it um, burning us out because of it's too much light. So the Midot are the thing that are able to draw down the life force in proper measure. When it says the courtyard of the house, etc., etc., represents the out, the external aspect of nimut. Is the bite the bet the the house represents the internal? This represents thoughts and speech. That with all of these things we're talking about, whether it's external or internal, Hashem is hidden over there. Even within the thoughts and the speech of those who are very far from God. This is what it says, The courtyard of the house of the woman. What is Nashim? From the language of Shinashu. What does it mean, Shinashu? That they were abandoned, and they withdrew from the omnipresent one. Meaning, those people who are far from God, Nashu, they, they left, they abandoned, they withdrew themselves from Hashem. That they distance themselves from God. And there are some who were close to Hashem just a little bit, but afterwards they forgot God. The woman, 
from the language, the expression of shichach, forgetfulness. As in Bereshit chapter 41, God made me forget, etc. For Hashem had made me forget. This idea of nashim represents forgetfulness. That's, this represents those people who were close to Hashem for some time, but then forgot God. That they already forgot Hashem. And this also represents some people who now even remember God, but what? Their might has grown weak. Their might has grown weak. Uh, weak. It says in the in the verse in Yomiyah, chapter 51 over there, this is a reference to those people who lack the ability to overcome their inclination, their evil inclination. And this is why they are called in the name of Nashim women. For these three aspects, the first one being that they they withdrew and they abandoned God. The second one is that the aspect of those who were next to Hashem but they forgot about Him. And the third one being that those who weakened their strength, that they are not able to overcome their ta'avot, their yetzerah. And because of all these three aspects, they are far from Hashem. And Hashem is concealed from these people in the aspect of the concealment we mentioned above. He's able to rebuke and to warn these people, these people who fall into these three aspects. Um, through the Esek Torah, he's able to rebuke them through the study of Torah, which represents the days, the traits, as we saw. That through these Yamim, these Midot, these measures, one is able to merit Da'at. That through this dat, one is able to reveal and basically um, um, unveil these concealments within the concealment, these con- this concealment within the concealment, and to make from this concealment a Torah. And then the Torah is able to rebuke and to proclaim, um, to proclaim before it. As we saw above, Kanan. How is this done? Through the dat. That this dat reveals the hastara, shabbatoh hastara. And how does one receive this dat? Through the study of Torah. When one studies Torah, he draws down this dat. And this dat um, then is able to reveal these hastarot and to create from this hastara, Torah. Then the Torah rebukes. So we see that Mordechai, um, he does this rebuke. But he did this rebuke through the study of Torah because then the Torah rebukes. It's as if Mordechai is rebuking, but because Mordechai revealed this Torah from this Hastarah, then it's as if he's rebuking. But really the Torah is doing the rebuke here. That's what it says, to find out how Esther was faring. What does that mean? That Mordechai was walking back and forth in the house, every single day in the courtyard of the woman to find out how Esther was doing. Meaning that through what we mentioned above, he's able to make a da'at. This, he's able to turn this hastara, hastara into a dat. What is hastara? This is Esther. Hastara hastira, that says, I will surely hide myself. So we see Esther come from the word hastara. Meaning, la da'at. To make from Esther into the concept of da'at. As we see in the verse. And this is what it said in the verse. To find out how Esther was doing and what was happening to her. What was being done to her. Meaning that you make from the hastara the aspect of umma, as it said in the verse. Umma ya seba. 
from the Hastara, from Esther, you create Uma, you create Ma, the aspect of what, which is what? Hanwa Torah. This is the Torah, Kemosh Ketum, Maha Edot Vachukim, etc. And it says about the Torah, what are these, these um, testimonies, etc., 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 that the what is the Torah, the Torah are these testimonies, statutes, laws, etc. Because of this, in itself, that a person knows that within the concealment, that in a concealment, within a concealment, Hashem is also there. From this knowledge that a person knows that Hashem exists even within the double concealment or within a triple, hundred concealments, whatever it is. With this in itself, this knowledge that this person knows Hashem is there. From this knowledge, you create this Da'at. Da'anot Torah, meaning this Torah. Then the Torah is able to proclaim before itself and to be able to do this proclamation, this rebuke. This in itself is the rebuke. That it's incumbent upon each person to rebuke and to warn. Meaning the Torah itself rebukes. So how does a person able to rebuke? It's not even you who did the rebuke anymore, but once you reveal the Torah from that Hastara, through the Da'at that we talked about, that comes through what the study of Torah, then a person's able to draw rebuke and then to draw Arichut Yamim within his Malachut. Because he causes through this Da'at, that this dot allowed basically the Torah to rebuke these people. And through this Torah, this rebuke, he's able to draw down length of days within the Malachut. So that he should not fall into the category of what we said earlier that the authority buries its possess. Um, sorry, that the authority of the Rabbanut um, buries its possessor. As this we know is referencing a person who does not rebuke those people that he has power over. But through the study of Torah, the involvement of the Torah, that through the Eseka Torah, one is able to draw down life, length of days, the aspect of what we said is that. And through the that, now the Torah is able to proclaim before it and to rebuke these people who are under this person's Bamsha. We find that he this person fulfills his obligation. Then the Rabbanut, the authority that he has, the Malachut that he has, doesn't damage him. Because he's able to draw down within this Malachut that he has through this rebuke that he's giving, which is... It's not even him who's doing the rebuke, it's the Torah. We find that the Torah we find that through this length of days, which is this dot that we were mentioning, and how does one draw this dot through the Torah? When a person does all what we mentioned, this Torah, which creates this dot, that turns this dot, that turns the hasara within a, that turns the hasara into a dot, and then now the Torah is able to rebuke. And with that rebuke, he's able to draw Arichut Amim within his Malchut. With this in itself, these steps that we mentioned above, the Torah was then going to turn into the Da'at, and then that Da'at, which turns the Hastara into a Da'at. And then the Torah gets revealed from within the Hastara so that it should rebuke the person. So now with that rebuke, we're able to draw Arichut Amim within the Malchut, as we saw above. Rabbeinu explained that this Torah, enclosed within this concealment, within a concealment, this very dark place, 
As we saw earlier, that this hastachah gets turned into a Torah whenever you draw that down there. What happens? Whenever you know that Hashem is even there. When you op- whenever you create that, whenever you turn the hastachah into a Torah. What Torah are we talking about here? We're talking about a Torah, which Rabbeinu says, He Torah Gavoa Daika, it's a very high Torah. A very lofty Torah. And which Torah specifically? Hanu Sitre Torah. These are the secrets of the Torah, the hidden Torah. Because now Rabbeinu is explaining a huge chidush. Because of the fact that it needs to be enclosed within very lowly places like these. Meaning by those people. That this Torah needs to conceal itself next to those people who have done many sins. Until literally these people have fallen into a concealment within a concealment. Therefore, Hashem thought thoughts. He calculated in his mind that he wouldn't allow the simple elements of the Torah, the pshat of the Torah, the simple elements of the Torah, the the simple meaning of the Torah to be enclosed within that place. Why? Why does God not allow the simple aspect of the Torah to be enclosed within the hastarah of the or within concealment, so that the klipot, the evil forces, are not able to to wean off of this simple level Torah. And if they were be able to, if they were able to eat off that Torah that is in that hastarah, it would be a very big blemish. Meaning what? The pshat of the Torah is more susceptible to the klipot, is more susceptible to the evil forces. Why? Because there's more. It it comes from a lower place. So the klipot are closer to it. And obviously within a hastara, within a place, within, next to a person who's concealed himself in a place where he sinned for years, it's become for him a heter. And specifically in a place where he doesn't even know that it's made, that a, a prohibition he's literally made permissible to himself. All the more so there, you cannot have a simple Torah that's hidden over there. You cannot, this Torah that, that is concealed over there cannot be the simple of the Torah, because then not only is it in a place of Klippot, but then certainly the Klippot are going to attach itself to this Torah, because this Torah is from a simple level, it's from a low place. This is why Hashem specifically conceals and encloses within that dark place a very lofty Torah, Sitre Torah, specifically the secrets of the Torah, Shi Torah Hashem Be'atman, which is literally the Torah of Hashem itself. The Torah of Hashem Himself. Meaning what? Look in the Gemara of the Zara, Daf Yutet. Um, look at the, I believe, um, Torah 22 also, Aliku Tamaran, section 10 over there. It specifically mentioned this idea. But the secret of the Torah, which is the Torah of Hashem, Torah Me'atika Sima'a, where I think, I believe we're talking about here. Very lofty ideas here we're talking about. In order that the Klipot are not able to sustain from this Torah a lot. As it says with regard, um, as we say in the Haggadah, we read the Torah in chapter 12 of Shemot. Hashem says, And I passed through the land of Egypt, me and not an angel, me and not a messenger, I God, and no one else. Meaning, it's specifically Hashem Himself who entered the land of Egypt, the Hastara. Because within the land of Egypt, that there is specifically where the Kippot dwell a lot. It's there specifically that Hashem Himself is concealed and enclosed there. Meaning, what do we mean that God Himself? Meaning, Torah of Hashem, literally. 
Sitre Torah, the secret of the Torah. We're talking about the Kabbalah here, the, the highest level of the Torah. It's therefore specifically from the When a person returns and turns that Torah, sorry, that Hastara within a, to a dat, into a dat, through that Torah. Torah. You literally create from that Hastara, that concealment. The Torah of Hashem, the literal Torah of Hashem. The secret of the Torah, because that is where the Torah of Hashem is concealed. The secret of the Torah are concealed over there, in that concealment. And this is the phenomenon why we understand today, why people who are very far are very attached to the secret of the Torah. Because Rabban was saying from the place where we come from, people far like us, we need a Torah like Rabban, we need a Torah like the Zohar, we need a Torah that is very deep to be able to awaken, awaken us from, from our spiritual slumber. This is why Sipur Masyot hits a place where no one else, where, where I can't even... Where, where no one else can hit. They can hit the lowest places and wake up a person from the lo- darkest places, which no other Torah can. Because Sikh Torah Masot is the highest Torah. It's the Torah that comes from a place where we can't even begin to grasp. It's the Keter. It's the Torah Ma'atika Stima'a. It's the... It's Sitre Hashem Torah. It's Sitre Torah Mamash. It's the secret of the Torah. So those people who are the furthest place need something like Sipur Masot. Need something like Likote Moran. Need the Torah of Rabbeinu. Because... Specifically, when we're far, we recognize that we need the deepest secret of Torah because that is what's going to conceal. That's what's going to unveil the concealment. It's not the pshat of the Torah. The pshat of the Torah is going to get latched onto by the Ktipot very easily. We have to be awakened with great, great um, Torah. And this is why those who are attacked to Rabbeinu, it's certain that we have to be damaged at some level um, because for us to be attached to this Torah, which is very high, we have to go to a dark place. So Ashkenu for that we're able to, to read such words like this. And we continue into section 5. And corresponding to the holy malchut that we just explained, the holy malchut, when a person is able to draw the holy malchut we're talking about, which is Mordechai, corresponding to the, or opposite this holy malchut of Mordechai, there's an evil malchut. This is the malchut of Haman and Amalek. Haman and Amalek are one idea, the same Lineage. Chapter 24. The head of all the other nations is Amalek. The first of all the nations is Amalek. This was created opposite this one. Meaning, holy malchut opposite um, um, evil malchut. Meaning, we know the, the first of all the nations. Um, Israel alu b'machshavat chila. We know Hashem that Am Israel ascended up in Hashem's thought first. We are also the aspect of first, but the goyim of the goyim Haman Amalek Amalek is also the aspect of Reshit first. So we see that one stands up to the other, Israel and Amalek. Ki malchut kedusha yibichanan ba'asev lechol amachanot. We know that the holy malchut is the gatherer of all the camps. Kemoshe ketuv it says sof davar akonishma et ha Elohim yara et in kohelet. The sum of the matter is this. Or the sum of the matter, when all is considered. Fear Hashem. It's the simplest thing. Fear Hashem. Not easy, but the, the, the sum of all things, fear Hashem. What's fear? We know fear is malchut. If not for the fear of malchut, which we see that malchut has the connotation of fear. So we see that malchut is yira. And what's the sum of all things? Yira. 
We see that malchut of holiness is this aspect of sov davar We saw in the verse sov davar, the sum of all matters is what yegalokim, fear God, right? So what's the sum of all matters? The end of all things sov davar. It's malchut. Because we say malchut is fear, and if the end of all things is fear, and we know that fear is malchut, we see that malchut is sov davar. And if Malchut is Sov Davar, then we see that Malchut is able to Me'asef, it collects all the holy camps. This is what we know as the Machane, the camp of Dan. Dan represents his holy Malchut. Who collects all the camps. Who's the gatherer of all the camps. Why? For also. That the law of the Malchut is the law. The law of Malchut is law. Meaning what? Dina de Malchuta. What is the law of the Malchut? Din. It's Dina. It's the law. It's Dina. What is Dina? It's Dan. Dan comes from the word Din. But we know that the Malchut of the evil side doesn't collect all the holy camps. It collects specifically, gathers in money. For because that the evil Malchut fears that what it swallowed should not go out of its mouth. Meaning that what it took from the holiness, it doesn't want to release. Meaning that the evil malchut has possesses holy sparks within it. This is why it collects and tries to gather in money, which are the sparks of holiness. Why? For these holy sparks are the aspects of these supernal colors that exist within the silver, the money, the, the silver, the gold, the copper. What is all these things? This is money. Money has all the colors within it. Has all the gvanin, the supernal colors. Why? For money represents silver, gold, copper. All, all of these three aspects represent the supernal colors. And one of these supernal colors, this, the holy sparks we're talking about. So it collects money because it wants to receive more of this holy sparks. It fears that it's going to be taken out. These need to talk to Shasra, it collects money. This is the Ta'ava, the desire for wealth. This represents Malchut, but obviously from the evil side. Therefore, Amalek, Amalek who represents the evil Malchut, it constantly chases the, the camp of Dan, for Dan represents the holy Malchut. Meaning what? That it basically it plucked from us all the vulnerable stragglers, all those who are at the end of the camp, undeterred by the fear of God. It did not fear Hashem. Meaning what? Meaning at the time when there is no strength of malchut of holiness. When we don't have the Malchut of Holiness, which represents the fear of God, as we said above, that Malchut is fear. We know that Malchut of the Haman Amalek is the opposite of Holy Malchut. Because we know that Holy Malchut is the gatherer of all the holy camps. And we know that the evil Malchut, Haman Amalek, is the gatherer of money. But why, does it, why is the gatherer of money? 
It wants to strengthen itself with the tava of mammon, the desire for money, in order to grab and hold on to all the holy sparks. Cannot. Why? For within the money has all the gvanina in the supernal colors, which has the holy sparks within it. So it wants to grab onto as many sparks as it can. But nonetheless, even though that Haman Amalek wants to make a person fall into Tavat Mamon, wants to grab all the money, etc., this is not ben- beneficent, this is not um, effective at all. Because it's not effective. The this idea, this this um, this idea of Haman Amalek to try to make a to try to gather as much money as it possibly can is not effective against the Holy Malchut. Why? Because Holy Malchut represents Mordechai, we saw above also. And what does Mordechai have? He ha- he has the power. What does Mordechai have? He has the power. To take out all the money and all the holy sparks that the klipot swallowed. This is what the Chachamim say in the Gemara Megillah. God has given Chokhmah to the man who pleases him, who's good before him. God has given Chokhmah Adat to the one who's good before him. Meaning what? This is Mordechai. As it's brought down, this verse is from. Um, Kohelet, but this idea is brought down in Megillah that Hashem given Chokhmah Da'at to Mordechai. Meaning Mordechai represents Holy Malchut. Hashem has given him Chokhmah Da'at to the Holy Malchut. This is what it says in the verse. To the man who's good before him. What does it mean to good before him? This is the Torah. Good is a reference to Torah. When it says good, it's only a reference to Torah. We see that Tov lefanav to is good before him, meaning the one who had the Torah before him. Because Mordechai is the Torah, we saw earlier, he reveals the Torah from the Hastara, and that Torah is able to rebuke Mordechai's holy manhood. We see that Mordechai has Torah. Because of the Torah, he is granted Chokhman, that's from Hashem. And it says in Melachote, Natan Inyan, Esophelichnos, and to the sinner, and it says in Kohelet, that I believe Natan Inyan meaning he gave the subject of gathering and entering. This is the aspect of Haman, I believe. The Haman, this is the aspect of Haman, the aspect of collecting, gathering in. Meaning Haman, who represents the evil Malchut, whom Asset Mamon Kanan, he gathers in all the money. That's why it says. The sinner has the subject of gathering in, entering in. This concept of bringing in. He's, he, he's familiar with this idea. Why? For Haman Amalek is this concept of gathering in all this money. <coughs> As it says in the verse, to give to the one who's good before God. This is the Torah Shem Mordechai Shehu B'chinat Malchut Yikdusha The Mordechai who represents Holy Malchut Motim Yimenu Kol HaMamun L'Chonet Tudor And Asami Zeh Torah Kanan The Mordechai is able to take out all that money all those holy sparks from within the, the force of Haman and Amalek and to create from those holy sparks the Torah meaning to reveal from the Hasarah Shehu B'Torah this Torah Ki Mordechai Motim Yimenu Kol HaShirut From Mordechai takes out all the wealth from Haman this is a huge kavana. Ben Ishchai brings this down. As it's brought in the Amidah. Um, 
in the in the bracha teka b'shofar. Um, that was the kavana of this chayil bala beikinu. It's in the verse in Eyov. He swallowed wealth and will vomit it out. What is chayil bala? That this kipla swallowed wealth beikiena, but he will vomit it out. Ve'osem mizetura, meaning that Mordechai is able to vomit out from the 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 belly of Haman and Amalek. These, this wealth that it swallowed, and he creates from this a Torah, this Torah is called the woman of valor. It says in Mishle. And Rabbanu adds another inyan. And according to how a person gradens his, his intellect, his dat, his knowledge, same is true of how much ease he has with earning his livelihood. The more a person gradens his dat, the easier his panasa. For an easy panasa depends upon that. The nation strolled about and they collected. What does it mean that they strolled about? That it's in the Torah. They strolled about with foolishness. And it says this is with regard, um, I believe, with regard to. Um, when they had the man in the desert, that they strolled about and they went out on the Shabbat when Moshe specifically told them not to and they collected the man on Shabbat. And what did the Zohar say? That they strolled about and collected. That they weren't strolling necessarily about. They strolled about with foolishness, stupidity. Then the Zohar, because anyone who lacks more that, he has to struggle and toil and effort more after his livelihood. And not only this is true when a person increases his dad, he has easier panasa, but also what? According to how much one gradients his dad, the same is true of how much one increases peace. For peace is dependent upon that. It says in Yeshaya, that the wolf shall live with the lamb, etc. For the earth shall be filled with knowledge. Meaning what? That there shall be wondrous peace in the world. That two opposites are literally able to live together. Meaning the wolf and the lamb. Two things that would normally kill each other. Sorry, that the wolf would literally normally kill the lamb. Nonetheless, in the time to come when the dot will be filled in the earth. That they will be able to live together. Why? The two opposites can live together. Because of the great dat that will exist in that time. Because through dat, peace is greatened in the world. Why? For when a person has dat, anger and cruelty is diminished and completely nullified. For anger and cruelty is because a person lacks dat. Anger abides in the bosom of the fools. We see that anger dwells with those who are foolish. But when a person is not foolish, he has that. Anger is removed from him. And the more a person has that, he increases mercy and peace. And this is why Panasa is with ease. How do we know? Because what does Parnassah have to do with Shalom, peace? It says in Tehillim 147, He makes peace at your borders and satiates you with with the wheat that makes you satisfied. 
or sorry, with fatty wheat. Satisfied, he satiates you with fatty wheat, with choice wheat. As we see here that in the same verse you have this idea of the borders of peace and choice wheat, which is panasa, a person's bread. It's the idea here when one who has peace, he has peace at his borders. So the idea of one who increases shalom, which, which is through that, the same is true of his panasa. He is able to have choice wheat. He's able to have perfect panasa, panasa with ease. And he's able to earn a panasa without having to struggle too much. May we have the merit to earn a panasa with ease, to increase peace, Hashem, to subdue evil malchut through the Torah, through the aspect of Mordechai, through the Machanev Dan. And God willing, reveal all these hastarot, to reveal the Sitre Torah from this hastarot, Shabbat Torah, this is what we're going to stop for today. Hashem, next lesson will start from section 7.